1: com. <coughs> it is Chucky Friday morning, morning. this <laughs> is <laughs> sex Hi. I am clearing my
2: throat Yeah, couldn't you do it six <laughs> seconds ago?
1: Well, I tried Okay,
2: I was quiet for, for Amanda and simply went, just trying
1: so, so this is unradio. radio this is unscripted, and I have to tell you, I think this morning is most definitely uncensored I I agree with you We are talking about exploring sexuality And we have some very, very cool guests with us Some very naughty guests Some hot guests Very hot On the line South Africa's first porn star couple Good morning, M and N Good morning Really cool to chat with you guys Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us Thank you. Thank you very so, much. So if you were M&M, you'd be good enough to eat. Uh,
2: <laughs> they're good enough to eat anyway. You, know, you think so? I'm sure so. I've seen them in person, and it's beyond spectacular.
1: Okay. So Thank you. let us begin with this, see if anybody's really smart this morning. Ninja 6. Chocolate
3: starfish,
1: Twitter bag. Viva Today's dirty dictionary word is sex geek. Dirty dictionary word. Sex geek. So if you know what a sex geek is, message us, WhatsApp us on 079 uh, 48 <laughs> Let's 07- start that again. 079-748-2090. If you have any questions about sexual exploration, WhatsApp us on zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero.
2: Nobody if, has any questions about
1: sexual exploration. It's so obvious. If you would like to share your <laughs> sexual exploration experiences, WhatsApp us on zero seven nine seven four eight two. By the way, you're neglecting
2: the international listeners. So it's plus two seven. Plus two seven. There we go. Okay.
1: So, what's a sex geek tomorrow?
2: Uh, I can say. Quite confidently that if I'm any kind of geek, I'm a sex geek. Okay. Because that's the only thing I'm geeky about. I'm studying, learning, even listening to someone telling
1: me something. So I'm a sex geek. Okay. That's basically it. Okay. M and N. Any idea what a sex geek is?
0: Uh, I think I'll I'll go with the answer on that one. <laughs>
3: no, no, definitely.
0: Okay. We we definitely also uh, explore and listen and learn and we want to share. So I think we are also sex geeks. Mm. Okay,
1: cool. So we will at the end of the show give a proper full definition of sex geek. You got? You're all on the right track.
2: <laughs> Good. You see, we are geeks in that term. Absolutely, but we are nerds.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> sex nerds.
2: Can uh, we have to also send our listeners already to to their naughty? To their website. Website already. So have a look at a the look.
1: website and let us know what you think, which hmm. is m give the name of the website,
0: please. Uh, www.mnsexuality.com. The and is spelled A-N-D.
1: Okay. Okay. Now let's put this in a context. You guys are married.
0: Yes, we are.
1: How long have you been married for? Two years. About two years. Two years. Okay. And how long have you been together before that?
0: Uh, four years. Four years. Okay. And we've known each other for seven. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And you are parents. You are, to all intents and purposes, and I dislike this word, but we're going to use it, normal people.
3: <laughs> a normal couple. A normal. Just a normal couple.
1: A normal couple.
3: Family life, sex
1: life, you name it. Okay. Mm.
0: We have a busy, busy life. We have business. We do everything that everybody else does.
1: Okay. Because very often people think when people are in in a world of sexuality that that pervades absolutely everything. And, you know, even for me in in my world that I spend intense time, sometimes it's very – connected and intimate time with people. And then after that, I'm in Woolies buying stuff for supper in the yeah. groceries and making supper for the family. <laughs> and chatting with that's the daughter. what we do. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Where did this journey begin for you guys? What, what was the trigger? Who brought all this exploration stuff up?
0: Both of us, basically. Both of us did. We, when we met, we had a very special connection. And um, when we spent our first night together, it was um, definitely different from what we've experienced before, and that started our exploration um, into our sexuality and our life together.
1: Okay. Did Did you both come from backgrounds that were particularly sexual, particularly repressed, or just normal sexual background, whatever that means?
3: Yeah, just a normal uh, sexual background. Um, We're also, we're both Afrikaans, so um, brought up very... uh, Strict. Yeah, strict (laughs) conservative.
0: Conservative, yeah.
3: And we we are both, uh, we have a rebel side to us. Mm -hmm. We're
0: very liberal in our own way of thinking. So we were exploring that and thinking about that and and basically discussing that uh, between each other. And um, yeah, I think for us, it's all about a journey. Um, I don't think any of this will, will ever be a destination. We, we're we going on a journey. We have a journey, and that's what we're sharing with people. You
3: know, we want to have fun, explore, mm. and uh, live a life of freedom. Okay. And, and that's the concept behind the whole thing.
1: Okay. So for me, one of the really interesting things with that use of the word freedom is that when we become sexually free, we start to become... Freer in general, we start to become more emotionally free, intellectually free. Does that ring true for you guys? Or yes, is definitely. It, it's not just definitely. in a sexual sense because a lot of people who are in, for example, the swingers lifestyle consider themselves to be very, yeah. very free, but all that they do is they just have sex with other people and doing the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And there's not a great deal of freedom in that.
0: We we don't necessarily like to label ourselves. Um, we believe in the word freedom. We believe in sexuality per se and sharing. And we share with each other. And that's the basis of our relationship and the basis of our exploration. So we don't like to necessarily label ourselves in any, any way, be it sexually perverse or be it... Um, mm. You know, any other sure. term that, that people might I think that's a way for the world to kind of make sense of it because a lot of people are not free yeah. in any way. Yeah.
2: And they're setting their ways.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: You know when I got, when when I met you guys I really I really felt like um you're surprising yourself. Like you you don't know where this journey is gonna take you.
0: Exactly. Nobody knows.
1: Mm. Yeah. And that's really beautiful. And what you said there was really important because one of the most important factors in exploring sexuality is to put the labels that we give ourselves aside. We've lost you guys.
2: Yeah, all of a sudden.
1: Okay. so. Uh, <laughs> oh, there yes. oh, there we back. go. They're back. Is So we put labels on our sexuality, which generally come from the past, which come from a space of, of judgment, from family, from religion, from school, from so many social institutions. Um, and once we have those labels, they tend to define us, and that keeps us trapped because – if we do something beyond that, who are we? So our self-definition shifts and yes. our society doesn't really allow for that. So to say for See, there's, example...
0: There's two, there's two parts to that.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: the one part is your own dynamic trips and that's what, what uh, M and I basically work with every day. We, we have hours of... Um, about our own dynamics and our own thoughts and feelings then there's also the world our friends, people around us that view that view you and need to make or try and make sense of what you're doing and so there's two parts to that um, uh, to that concept
1: So how many of your friends know what it is that you do?
0: Well, most of our friends Most of our friends What? Um, our close friends Mm. We have uh, we 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 have a, uh, let's call it a small group of friends, mm-hmm. and um, we like to 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 share intimately with our friends in terms of our feelings and our thoughts and our conversations are very interesting because it's not about the weather and about you know <laughs> politics and news and all of those type of things. We talk about you know relationships. We talk about life. We talk about. You know, philosophy about life and and all of those type of things, and, it, and definitely sexuality. And they share their experiences with us. We share ours with them. And you know, that's that's basically the basis of our friendship is a non-judgmental uh, a group of people together that that can really spend quality time and make a difference in each other's lives. We,
3: we learn from them, and they learn from us. Yeah. So it's 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 nice to do or to have that exchange.
1: Now, that's really important in exploration. So whether you're exploring sexually, emotionally, um, whether you are exploring philosophically, whether you are exploring, um, you know, there's this amazing new trend of, of psychedelics, of how important community is in exploration. Otherwise, we're in isolation, and that makes it an incredibly difficult journey. But the community yes. offers support. It offers expansion. <clears throat> it offers a mirror. It offers feedback, and mm-hmm. that's vital. Uh, and, and in our sexual exploration, that is often the hardest part to find because of the judgment that we put on sexuality.
0: Mm-hmm. And the judgment that other people put on you because you're a little bit different and you mm. view things differently. Sure. Yeah, we believe we believe in sharing. And in sharing, it's not a competition; it's all about growth. So, like you said, there's a mirror, and there's there's concepts that are that are brought to light. Um, but as soon as you set in your way, growth can't happen. Yeah. And we believe that you that you actually die a slow death if you if you limit yourself with that type of a mindset.
2: How many friends That's- did you lose already?
0: Uh,
1: a
2: couple.
0: Uh,
1: Quite a few What you said there Um, And is really interesting And it's come up in my practice a lot this week Is the idea of growth And the idea of being set In how you look at something And I actually read something this morning Which said that a definition of 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 growth And of spiritual exploration Is a constant shift in perspective Yes And when we're doing that That's what keeps us from holding on to a perspective. And I've actually seen this week some relationships that are in quite dire trouble simply because the partners cannot shift the perspective on each other. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter how much change there is. their view of each other stays exactly the same. So even though they're both changing, neither of them can see and acknowledge that. So they stay where they are, which means the problems stay simply because of the perspective that we have. Yes. So the way that that we we look at things keeps us trapped in what we do, in how we do it. Yes. So values and
3: beliefs.
0: Our values and beliefs and our our subconscious mind drives that that process. Hmm. In our relationship, we... We have discussions about, and and you know, obviously, like any relationship, you have, um, you know, sometimes you, you discuss a topic or something that's uncomfortable because it really um, challenges it challenges you, it challenges your growth, it challenges your your mindset and your perspective, like you say. And then we work through those those situations. And you know, I believe that that it's not my place to change M, and it's not her place to change me. The change needs to come from me and from her, respectively, in ourselves. So we try and use each other as a as a sounding board or a mirror, and then have open discussions. And sometimes it's easy, and sometimes it's difficult, mm. especially when the topics become a little bit difficult, um, when it's really close to, to your core values or your beliefs or the way you've mm. been brought up or worldview or whatever the case may be. So... But we, we tend to, to stay on the subject and work on it and until and we eventually figure it out. And, you know, sometimes you get, you get a bit upset, and then we get over it and have a chat, and we learn and we grew in our communication. And as a, as a married couple, that was amazing for us because our communication changed um, on this journey, mm. and we're a lot more open about our true feelings and our true beliefs. And I believe that, that we've grown a heck of a lot through through this journey
1: because oh. of that oh. so asha says something really interesting that um, as soon as you believe something you become trapped
0: yes. simply because yes.
1: the belief holds you there and, yes and then when you look at the idea of growth and this is a vital concept in sexual exploration because we tend to look at sex and put it in these little boxes that say good or bad right or wrong yes and that comes from back in the past mm. But as soon as we can say, if I'm going to do something to have an experience, what could I get from it? What could I learn? What could it reveal about me, about you, about us? Where can it take us? What is the growth? What are the possibilities coming from that? And that starts to become an amazing platform for expansion. And for me... That's an element of of, of consciousness That we're not doing something just for the sake of Or just because it feels good Yeah, That there's something deeper There's something more that expands me And that expands you And that expands us
0: Yes No, we agree fully
2: So what do you do to start your own website Your own documentation of sex lives Do you just go and choose cameras together Outfits how do you get in the mood? How do you, you know, tell us a little bit about the Hollywood side of it or actually the non, the anti-Hollywood side of it.
0: For, for us, it's actually pretty normal. Um, <laughs> we don't really need to get into the mood. We are in the mood most of the time. Um, so that's quite nice. Um, Looking at the picture in general, and
2: the website, I believe you. What? I believe you. <laughs>
1: Where did the website the idea of the website come from? what was the the trigger for that?
0: Um, I think we we both um, feel that that we want to share and we want to share in our thoughts and we've seen that a lot of people around us when we spoke to our friends and stuff they all go through the same things that we go through and but nobody's really willing to talk about it. Nobody's willing to to put anything out and say this. Listen, this is what we do. Everybody does it, but not everybody wants to talk about it. And definitely, most people don't want to show anything about it. So mm. we we felt that we wanted to to share our journey and and be authentic about it. And you know, um, put it on camera, put it on, put it in photos. We do modeling and and, and stuff like that. So for different types of, of genres, um, and we enjoy it, and we have fun doing it. And for us, because it's fun and we really enjoy it, we thought, well, they um, say, if, if you enjoy what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> and um, that's kind of the perspective that we took on that, and, and that's how it, it all started. It was mm-hmm. a long process. We, we started gathering content, and we, we had a concept, and the concept had to grow and obviously evolve. And um it's still, still, still evolving and changing evolving. and growing. Yeah. And and yeah, that's and we're still building on it and, and we wanna create a community of people that are willing to share and, and people that are that are that want to learn or, you know, just mm. get something everybody will get something different from it, you know. Um, Literally. It's not and it's not our place to, to tell people how to do it, but maybe if they see that it's open and, and people are willing to, to put it out there, it will start a conversation, it will spark something. Um, and that's happened in our friend, sh- friend circles. Sometimes we just have a conversation about something and it opens up a conversation between a couple where they start talking about stuff. And they'll come back and say, listen, we started talking about stuff and, and about this specific topic and it, it really changed things for us. Mm. Yeah. And we wanted to, to do that in a bigger platform um, and and see what a change we can actually make like that.
1: Yeah, And that's so important in this, that somebody has to be... The map maker and the explorer, um, who is going to put it out there, simply because it does make more things possible for more people, and and norm- yes. normalising this, that in, in in a way, talking about sex should be as normal as talking about what we're going to have for supper tonight and exactly. the weekend arrangements. In, instead of it definitely, being this that's how we feel, and that's how we thing.
0: are we do it in our relationship we we have equal conversations about philosophy and um about our family and about sexuality and Mm. that's a nice thing about it it's not a taboo topic for us it's just another topic we can discuss and be open and free about
1: Mm. that's really really important and does your exploration include other people
0: we we have dabbled in that in that area but that is something that as a couple, I believe, and, and there's many viewpoints on that, but we believe that the first, the basis of, of everything is that you need to be solid in yourself mm. and solid in your, in your own relationship. And that was a platform that we, that we explored when we have explored. It's not something that we, that we need to do. It was something that we wanted to, to see what it was about, but, and we do it when we're comfortable and, you know, in, on our own terms, but in, in our own boundaries. Um, but the platform of that is a solid relationship. Mm. And that's basically how we started. So, we, yes, we have done, but it's not something that we're chasing necessarily. Mm. Um, for us, it's all about us as a couple and, and how we grow. And there are certain experiences to be had, but we decide when and how. And and But it's not something we're chasing. Mm.
1: Now, that's interesting because as soon as – people think of sexual exploration. One of the first things that come up that comes up is sex with other people. And yes. how important that is. And a lot of people often think that doing that is gonna fix the boredom in a relationship. Yeah. And people come and ask me about that and I say, So something's exciting for for six weeks and then it's not so exciting anymore. So you need to do it again and then you need more and more and more Instead of looking inwards and saying how do we change things yes. within us, within ourselves and within each other yes. and within us, and that is the truth of it. So a lot of people think that kind of monogamy in a way is sometimes an easier choice, but conscious monogamy is not always because of the challenges that it brings. Exactly. So there's unconscious monogamy and there's very conscious Monogamy. monogamy.
0: I think for for us, a big word that that we use um, is we don't exploration out of lack. Mm. Lack meaning that there's there's something that I don't find in my Sorry, partner or something that's missing, and therefore I go out and search for it. That's not the concept that we that we prescribe to. Um, we are about exploring certain things
3: within our boundaries.
0: Within our boundaries, and we discuss those boundaries, um, and we we discuss the type of exploration that we would like to do because uh, you know everybody has ideas or concepts and some of them are doable and some of them are not and then we decide if it's something that we want to do but i don't believe in doing something out of a lack i think that that creates huge problems in a relationship
1: yeah and uh, in, in in life full stop because it's always a space of Chasing, yeah, and, and desperation in a way, and then trying to often, fill it empty, and often nothing will fulfill that is. because we're looking for something yeah. outside yeah. rather than something inside, and, and, and we don't even know what we're looking.
0: I, like you said, with boredom, you'll find something, and it will be. A... Sorry,
1: Tamar?
2: Sorry, I just said sometimes we don't even know what we're looking. We're just looking for something we don't have because we haven't found completion. We haven't found the inside true truth. We haven't done any research at all. we haven't looked within we haven't we haven't been doing any work um to just be. We're actually just doing to try and get somewhere which we don't know where it is but continue
0: no the reality is you'll never find it on the outside. All no. those answers are inside so if if you don't have contentment or happiness inside yourself, you'll never find it on the outside. Yeah. You'll be happy for a little bit and then you'll find something else it's 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 like a child with toys. You know, today I like I like cars and then tomorrow I want something different and then the day after I want something different. And that, that cycle will just continue.
2: Mm, yeah.
0: um, and and that's not, I don't think that's the, the best way. Definitely you need to look inside and, and find that. And then inside your relationship. And you need to find that inside your relationship as well. Um, well that but that
3: can, is why personal growth for us is so important. Mm. Before you go there, you have to be solid in yourself.
2: And uh, push our own boundaries before yeah. you can go there. Do you guys see a therapist? Do you guys uh, just have a communication method? What do you do to keep this? Because re- a lot of things must come up, mm. literally. But a lot of things must come up. Oh,
0: we have a we have a brilliant mental coach that we work with mm. that um, that helps us uh, specifically work on on communication skills, but also. Um, Neuro linguistic programming, kinesiology, subconscious, uh, subconscious mind, uh, all of those type of things. There's so many different uh, ways that we do it. We also read. Um, we've started this amazing thing with our friends that we started a WhatsApp group, and um, in, in this group we read books and we discuss, you know, concepts, it's, it's philosophical, sexual, whatever. Um, you know, books books with meaning, and we we both read. Um, we watch videos, we watch TED Talks and uh, London Reel and, and, and different things from, from people that are um, quite well known in their fields. And we use that you know, and discuss it between ourselves and then take that back to our mental coach and have discussions. And that's how we base our growth. We, we make a decision as to where we want to go. And then basically start working on those goals, and you know when we achieve them or whatever, then we start making a new one, and, and that's all part of our journey.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I, there's an interesting concept that I came up with this week that came out of a conversation that my partner Shanti and I were having, and it was the understanding that everything has a contractive expression and an expansive expression. Hmm. So I was looking at it in terms of emotions. So every emotion has a contractive expression where we get trapped in the emotion, we get trapped in the story of the emotion, and we get trapped in everything around that, and that becomes our self-definition, and that's where we act from. The expansive expression Hmm. is looking at it, is owning it and naming it, and that's absolutely vital. And then allowing it to move through us, and that's often where the learning comes from. So the, the expansive expression is acknowledging and owning that that is a part of me, mm. and we can move through that. And that's kind of, it seems, what you guys are doing with sexuality, with exploration, with with everything, is allowing it to move and not holding on to it, not allowing that to become a definition and a limitation. Yes. And that's-
0: Definitely. I, I think, think you, like you said in the beginning, um, if you have a growth mindset, then you can't hold on to anything. Then yeah. you have to keep moving. Emotions, um, you need to feel an emotion, but you don't want to become an emotion. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's important to acknowledge it, it's important to understand it, but it's important also not to connect with it to a point where it starts only.
1: Yeah. Mm. mm what so far i don't know if there's if this is really a quite a fair question, but pick not necessarily what has been the most difficult conversation that you've had or the most difficult issue, but one of them that's really challenged you guys
0: um <clears throat> That's an interesting question because there are few. We are a normal couple, so there's there's obviously you know from time to time things come up. Obviously, the the concept for us with sharing with another partner was or sharing with somebody else was a big thing because we have values that that have been placed upon us by worldview and and you know all of that that you know if you're married and if you're in a relationship then you need to to see things in a certain way. And we really needed to challenge ourselves to understand why we would do something like that. Yeah. And what it would mean for us as a couple. Um, would it change the way that we see each other? Would it change the way that we operate? And we needed – that was a long discussion for us. and, and pro- I, think, I think, to be fair, that was probably a, a two-year discussion. Yeah. And wow. it's, it's still an ongoing discussion. Um, um. In the beginning, it was a bit heated, and it was there was obviously a lot of emotion involved. And then later on, more perspective came, and, and you know through communication, our communication skills grew. And like I said, it's not something that we that we said we want to go and do. It's something that we looked into, and just the fact that it, that it caused so many, so much emotion for us and triggered so many um, values and beliefs, mm. it was something that we kind of got stuck on and and really got into. In terms of 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 exploring it mm. um, conversationally, to a point where we got understanding. So
2: I have two questions. One is um, on the on the website, um, do you, is there anything live? Sorry, I haven't gone that deep into the website. Is there anything live that you offer, or is it only recorded pieces?
0: At at this stage, it's it's only recorded. Okay. We have looked into that, but we haven't we haven't created the platform to do that yet. So the stuff that we've done is basically um, recorded. Okay. We also choose on the type of things we put out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have photos and we have videos and we, we want to con- convey a certain message and we're very careful with the type of messages that we put out. So sometimes it's a good idea to, to do something and then to really have a think about yeah. if that is something we want to put out there or exactly. not. Exactly.
2: That's my second question that it just leads me to <laughs> how do you deal with ego and uh and you know wanting to maybe and that's just from my perspective wanting to please the audience and i'm sure you i'm sure i know the answer but what are kind of the guide us through the the thoughts and the feelings or the emotions that go through when you decide what to put up out there for the whole world to see and what do you really kind of what is for the rating and what is for your actual personal growth
0: Everything that you see on the site is 100% authentic and real. That, that is what we do every single day.
3: No, we, don't, we don't plan it before the time. We, mm. we, we, we just do it, and, um, and then we decide which videos we're going to use. Mm. But that what's on the website, that is what we do every single day. We, that is our life. That is as raw as you can get it. Mm.
0: We don't play to the camera. We, we want to share. <coughs> and if you want to share, it needs to be be authentic mm. um and you can't share something that you don't own you can't share something that you that you're not comfortable mm. with in your mouth or that you don't actually do um there's a difference uh, in my concept there's a difference between knowledge and knowing and knowing is real experience and, and understanding something and that's what people do out you know if, if we do stuff it's the stuff that we know and stuff that we're comfortable with um, so it, we don't play to an audience now mm. why,
1: why use the term porn star
0: it's an interesting question. We started the website, and when we started we we had words on the website um like we have a deep spiritual connection and a love for each other and what we realized is that the world view is a bit different from that. So we wanted to catch the eye and say, you know, this is, if, if you look at the def definition of a porn star, it's somebody that creates content, erotic content, and then puts it out on an in, the internet or a, a magazine or whatever. So it was basically a word that we used for the, for the world to understand, um, for us to stand out a little bit and people to come and have a look. And when they see the videos, they'll see it's not normal porn. It's not what they'll see on other on other sites. It's real, and um, it's there's real love, there's real pleasure, there's real connection. But if you if you try in my my uh, in our experience up until this point, when you start talking to people people about stuff like that, they don't understand it because it's not something they haven't experienced or. They just haven't dabbled into. And uh, we felt that that would be a way for the world to kind of see us. And, and
3: to relate
1: with us. And to
0: relate with us. And then from there, start a journey. And where that journey leads them, that's where it leads them.
1: Mm-hmm. And what response have you got from the website? What, what kind of comments, questions have come in to you?
0: I think the first one that stands out in my mind, it's something that we had to deal with this week, was a bold. And and how can you do something like that? Sure. And, you know, so that's one because people are, are really not open to talk about sexuality or explore it or see it. Um. So that was one thing. But we've also got very supportive friends and we have people that find it very interesting. And, and so I would say it's mixed. Um, although I think as you guys know, um, because sexuality is not, in, in, in this term, is not necessarily a mainstream concept. Um, you know, there's more people that would, that would have a, a judgmental opinion about it than there are people that would actually, you know, look at it open-mindedly. Yeah. Yeah. But we are, we hope that, that people will come around, you know?
2: Yeah. People are, people are too shy to say they like it or they are afraid of judgment and the people that have huge suppression. And horrible judgment of it are actually so quickly to to talk back and write, you know, everything they think and to tell you that you'll go to hell. And I just think and I feel, I actually feel that I would love your website to grow, to be a model and to be an example for the whole world, for authenticity. Uh, around lifestyle you know like what are the things that you read who are the people you meet so who are the people that helped you in the process all that needs to be in your website to i feel to just give more and more uh hope <laughs> to sexual health health sexual hu- human
1: sexual health so you've made this yes. a very public platform does your family know about this um
0: no, they don't. Um, we we've dealt with a lot of judgment up until this point, from just from the people that around us and the really close people. We weren't really at a point where we wanted to to take it there yet. Mm. We're still growing. Like I said, we we're on our own journey of growth, so mm. we will deal with it. Um, probably after this show, quite soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this um, is uh, definitely going to
1: put more more out there.
2: We're going to be there for you. Let us know when the torches come and they light up and we're going to be there with our chains and whatever.
0: The, the reality is we, we don't want to be judged, but at the same time we can't judge other people for judging us. Yeah. Mm. So, but, you know, and that's that's reality. But, um, yes, the family question is an interesting one. That's part of our conversations lately and, and it's something that we know that, we'll, that we'll, we will have to deal with soon. But um, it's something that we thought we'll deal with at at the appropriate time. Mm.
1: Yeah, I can relate really well to that, doing what I do and the journey I've been on and and family's response to that over the years. um, Yes. Which has always been fascinating and challenging and not easy to resolve. And often there aren't really clear answers for that one because it's its its own ongoing process.
0: Exactly. The reality is we all grow at a different rate. We yeah. all, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's not the same. So we're all in a different part of our lives and um, you need to do what works for you and, and what you really believe in and what you want to do. And that might not be where somebody else is in their life. And um, We
3: also respect that, the fact that they're not where we are. Yeah. And uh, we can see it from, from that side. Um, they also have values and beliefs and, and stuff that they have to challenge. And um, so we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get
0: there. You know, we also, we made a conscious decision that we want to challenge our values and beliefs, but not everybody wants to consciously challenge their values and yeah. beliefs. Some people are very comfortable in, in where...
1: Shame we lost you yeah, again. Yeah, but most people are comfortable with, obvious, with what they know simply because they know it. You know.
2: Can you repeat this, please, with what, what, the last sentence you said?
0: Nice to do
1: that. Hmm. So we said that most people are comfortable with what they know simply because they know it. So people will generally yeah. go for, for where they feel safe and the decision to grow takes you out of safety. Yes, definitely. And for a lot of people that's that's a very challenging way to live simply because safety becomes the most important thing which is why a lot of people stay in relationships that are not fulfilling, stay in jobs that are are boring and draining because of the safety, and, yes. s- and stepping onto a path of growth, of of any any perspective takes you out of safety.
0: Exactly, I I believe I, I firmly believe in a concept um, called self-preservation, and that concept is is that you have to keep yourself safe. Mm. But in order to do that, you need to to know where you are. And um, and then have these type of conversations with yourself, and then from there you can go out and explore, you know, and see where that takes you.
1: Yeah, because the only safety is within you,
0: exactly. Ultimately,
1: Um, and our world has shown this because what we think of as as safety in the world is actually such an illusion. Exactly. And, And when we're safe within ourselves, when we're safe within each other, then we are safe.
0: See, we, we have that safety in our relationship. We have mm-hmm. it in ourselves and then we share that with each other and we have a, a safety in our relationship as well. Because we have such an openness um and we can communicate the way that we can, um, and we have such a strong feeling for each other, we feel a safety there. And from that safety we can then it, it enables us to explore um I use the principle of of a boat. A boat is made to sail and it's made to mm-hmm. to, to explore. Um, there's obviously water and there are storms and all of those things. The boat can never be upset about the fact that a storm will come or that water might come into the boat. The boat's job is to keep itself safe, keep the holes plugged, and, and then go and explore. And we're building our boats. Um, a boat's not made to be in the harbour, so we, we're building our boats, uh, you know, Strong as we can, and sometimes we go and explore, and, and things happen, and we have to come back after a storm, and, and regroup group and build our boat again and make it stronger, and then go out and explore again. And that's what we want to do. And hopefully, we can get a little bit further every time we sail out and we do things. <clears throat> but the reality is, we we need to get our boats as strong as possible.
1: Yeah, I've been talking about a similar idea lately, which is that your relationship is a vessel, mm. and yeah. you create this vessel and you're constantly creating it by what you're putting into it Mm -hmm. so when i'm growing myself i am putting more into that vessel when my partner is growing herself she is putting more into the vessel and it becomes stronger it becomes more flexible it becomes more aware and it's it's really it's an entity it's an energy Yes, and what we yes. consciously put into that is the kind of relationship that we have. Yes, that we and we're constantly doing that. It's not a; it's never static. Yes, because that's what life does. And as we grow, we need to bring more and more into that with each other.
0: Yes, our our marriage is based on that principle. We we got married under the the, the premise that that. Two, uh, two holes or, or two two <laughs> solid entities create one solid entity instead of two halves making making a, a hole. You know, two two halves becoming one. Um, I want to be as strong as I can be, and I bring that into our relationship. And Em does the same. She she gets herself as strong as she can be, and then together we grow and we learn from each other, and that will make. You know, us as entities stronger okay. again, but but we share we have this, this this common ground, this field that we create, or this vessel that that we both put into
1: hmm. and it 's really interesting to look at the idea of fear and exploration because that 's often the biggest blockage to exploration is firstly the fear of judgment, the fear mm-hmm. of vulnerability, the yes. fear of being revealed, the fear of of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, And the same thing with communication is is a huge thing because if I tell you certain things, I am opening myself to enormous judgment if I share my desires, if I share my fantasies, if I share things that I might want to do that are beyond what it is that we currently do or the way that we currently relate. You open a whole new bag of stuff. um, (laughs) It becomes really interesting. So was fear ever a part of this for you guys?
0: Definitely. We have this um, definitely, I mean, all the time. And and I think another word you can use there is insecurities as Mm. well, insecurities in ourselves, insecurities in our relationship. I think the word fear is a very interesting word. We have a friend who's a psychologist, and he explained fear in a very interesting way. He said that that fear is the 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 um the most difficult or or the the thing that that that, that drives us. And there's uh, Tim Ferriss has a, a very interesting talk on fear setting. Yeah. So he talks about not goal setting but rather fear setting. Mm. So he says because fear talk. drives our lives, he he quarterly, he writes down what his fears are and then works through them and makes them, you know, puts him puts it into perspective and then basically works through it. And, and in doing that, he was a lot more free. And he worked through a lot of personal issues doing stuff like that. And I think we, we kind of, you know, use the same concept where – we discuss our fears, and you know, obviously, emotions come up and, and issues arise, and insecurities come up, and then we work on that. And that's why we have a mental coach, and that's why we have endless hours of conversations with each other. Um, sometimes, you know, judgment comes into it, but the more our communication grew in our relationship, the less insecurities we have because I feel safe with my partner. Mm. And I think that's a big, big word that. Um, that people don't understand necessarily in a relationship, but there's a certain amount of safety um, that you have that you can actually share openly with somebody. And I have that in my partner where I can be 100% free and and I feel safe sharing things with her that I won't share with anybody else. And, And I think the same for her.
1: There's an interesting idea coming through this, which is one of the most important aspects of sexual exploration is the idea of curiosity. And yes. what what curiosity does, firstly, is it takes us away from boredom. And mm-hmm. I, I think an enormous amount of people are bored in their lives and in their relationships. Um, attention spans have dropped. The things that we do become narrower and narrower. The lives that we live become kind of small and very insular. And curiosity opens that. Not only... The curiosity of sensation, like what's it going to be like to have sex with someone else, to kiss someone else, to touch someone else, to taste someone else. But the curiosity of, of emotion, the curiosity of, of the heart, the curiosity of energy. And the more curious we are and the more curious we are about life, the more we open to exploration and to continuous excitement. But one of the things that you guys are saying, is the curiosity with each other. Yes. Yeah. And that's vital, because if we are continuously exploring ourselves and each other, there is this incredible world between us. And then we stop looking for so much from the outside. Yes. And that's, it's, See, it's that's enormously important, and it's very beautiful. It's incredibly powerful.
0: Yes, I agree 100%. I think that is uh, we, we talk about experience we want to experience life we want to have fun we want to explore our pleasures and you know we do that in ourselves and we, we discuss our pleasures with with each other and then there are opportunities where you can take that pleasure and experience it in a different way and that is our exploration is experiencing our pleasure in a, you know in a different way but we do that with each other and, and Every single day, and we learn new things from each other. I say that you know we have this concept about depth and about continually, you know, exploring each other and creating more and more depth in our relationship, Mm. in ourselves, in our feelings um, by staying connected and staying. You know, like you said, uh, putting more into the vessel. And there's so much to learn. Um, I don't think that will ever stop.
1: No, it's an endless journey because once you start it, every layer reveals another, reveals another. And and that's the beauty of it. And when you get yeah. that, then life does become this amazing excitement and this amazing adventure every day. And as you become more sensually yes. and sexually aware, you start to become more aware of the world, of food, of books of music of movies of tastes of flowers of the weather of the sensation of the wind on your body of of silence of absolutely everything that there is and for me this is the power of sexual and sensual exploration is taking that into life and taking life into relationship into sexuality into sensuality, that it's not separate from who we are. It's this integrated, amazing life force that gives I us think, beauty.
0: It, I think uh, we we see uh, sex sex and sexuality as energy. Mm. Mm. And there are different ways that people can get energy. But one of the ways that we get our energy up and, and, and vital energy up is um, our sexuality. We always... Walk away from, a, from an encounter with each other and feeling energized, and feeling, you know, and, and you can get that through music and you can get that through many different uh, ways. But for us, it's, sexuality is definitely a way. And um, that's something that one of the big reasons why we enjoy doing what we're doing because I believe everything in life is energy. And um,
3: we definitely connect to a higher, a higher consciousness when we're together.
0: Yes. And that's that's a different part of our growth, and and the connection that we feel because of the energy that 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 I have and the energy that Emma has, and and when we share that with each other, it just creates a, a very powerful
1: force. Yeah. So everything in our world is energy, and in that we start to see the world really differently. Um, yes. And there's enormous there's enormous power and pleasure in that.
2: Can you share with us one moment that was really significant while you were filming and you are there with the cameras and you got to this realization that what you're doing is?
0: I think, can you hear me? Yeah. So I think for us, when we in front of the camera, we don't feel the camera, we don't realize there is a camera. For us, it's us. And we indulge in that moment and we try and be fully aware and fully present. And the fact that somebody can capture it for us is amazing because not a lot of people have that opportunity. But we indulge in that 100%. I think our first photo shoot was definitely the beginning for us because we did this photo shoot with an amazing photographer that allowed us to do our thing. And he was there and captured it, but we never, we never even realized he was there till, you know, uh, we completed our uh, our experience. And when our com- com- experience was finished, we were like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. um, this person watched us now doing all of this stuff. <laughs> and um, I think our second time we did this, this photo shoot with the same person, we decided to, to put a video camera up to to video the experience to kind of give somebody a behind-the-scenes look of how it would look when we make a, you know, a photo gallery or something like that. And the same thing happened. It, we 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 were indulging each other, and afterwards we were like, shucks, we, we videoed this. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so, for you know, all of those type of experiences, every time we're together, we experience something different, and... But it's not about the the outside people. We don't even realize them.
1: Is watching yourselves do things arousing? Is it critical? Is it both? Is it how can we do this better? Do you get turned on from watching yourselves?
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we sexual beings. We enjoy enjoy it. I mean, I love uh, seeing him. You know, doing uh, doing stuff or um, and exploring herself and and experiencing her pleasure. Um, yeah, same for me. yeah mm. and, and you know afterwards looking at it you know basically capturing a moment we were in the moment we felt the moment looking mm. from the outside we look at a video and we go yeah I can remember that moment and so it's it's for us it's something that we look back at and you know we, we can think back at where we were at that point and what was going on in our minds and, mm. and how we felt and, and our pleasure in that moment so it's more that we're not really looking at it out of a perspective of what we can do better because every time we are together is different. And it's not about being better. It's about experiencing pleasure and experiencing each other and that yeah, experiencing yeah. that moment for what that moment can bring.
2: <laughs> but it must help that you guys look really phenomenal and you have like bodies that really go a long way because oh, if God. I'm going to have to see myself in video every day, let's just say that the <laughs> darkness will be ruling my videos. And very flattering <laughs> angles. So, I have a long way to go, and I have a long way to go. But, so. uh, yeah, just how is it to, to really do you uh, are more. I know you're both very health conscious. Are you, is it helping to yep. also be conscious about your body and loving it, or do you, are you more strict with your body?
0: I think. Well, we, we
3: try to improve. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think you'll ever be happy with what you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we're trying to improve ourselves and, and look better and, and all those things. But uh, what you see on the videos is just us. And I don't know. I, I look past all those things, actually. I, no. don't, I don't really realize. No, That's it's, really it's
0: cool. not it's not about how we look. It's about it's how about we feel. Message.
3: It's about yeah. the message we want to put out sure. there. Sure, sure. Um, sure. I, don't, I don't wear special makeup. And do my ear and stuff like that before uh, we make a
2: video. Yeah, um, no, you're just making me more jealous. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just us. That's that's the only thing.
1: Okay, so a sex geek. The full definition is a knack for easily researching, assimilating, applying, and spreading accurate information related to sexual practices. you, just, so you yeah. guys definitely oh. fall under, under that category. I, and, I, and I really thank you guys for sharing with us this morning. It's been really very beautiful special. and enlightening. And I really hope this conversation opens the door um, for many people to explore. So thank you for that. And again, your website you very much. M and N Sexuality Yeah.
2: Do you have so, any yes. uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook or anything like that, or are you on the website?
0: Um, pretty much on the website. We okay. have. We have. Uh, we just recently started a Twitter handle, which is also M and Sexuality, but we okay. just started that. Um, so we we mainly focus on the website and and try cool. and get awareness through the website. Yes. Amazing. Thank you again. Beautiful. Thank you so much, guys.
2: This was really special, and you guys are true inspiration.
1: So Thank you. A beautiful workshop coming up on Saturday the 14th, Essential Meditation of Touch, which really opens the door to an exploration of touch as a path of meditation, of energy, um, of going into yourself, of sharing with someone. Information on my website, www.eroslife.co.za. Look at the YouTube channel for new videos Eros Life SA and thank you again this is really beautiful and I wish you all so much pleasure bye
3: this is cliffcentral.com